Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor Show. Suburbia from 1983, written and directed by Penelope Spheris, the woman who directed Wayne's World. Uh, this might be your first movie, I'm not entirely sure, but it is the first movie featuring Flea from the Red Hot Chili Peppers, uh, Michael Balzari. And uh, this is very much a movie about punk rockers. I mean, a lot of her movies are about kind of the punk rock scene. Uh, and this one is no different, has a very grimy, gritty, uh, like grungy punk rock feel to it. Uh, maybe not the best acting, but, uh, you know, that's when it comes to movies about punk rockers, you're not really always going to be getting amazing award winning performances. Uh, and this one is uh, no different. There is no, there's no groundbreaking performances from it. Uh, but it is a good movie. This is a movie that I would have loved in my 20s. Being in my 20s, I was very much into uh, punk rock music. Still am. But definitely there is a, a time when you're your teens and your 20s where you have that anger. You have a lot of anger and you don't really know where to put that anger some people get into heavy metal some people get into uh rap music some people get into punk uh depending on where you're from who you're around uh will kind of dictate a lot of that to you and also what generation you grew up in uh but i would have loved this movie I, this is my first time ever watching this movie there is another movie with the same title of disturbia which i have seen um, I don't know how similarly they are. I don't know if at all, uh, I know they're both about suburban kids. This one a little, little bit different. Uh, but, uh, it's, this movie starts kind of crazy, kind of sets the tone from the, the get go. The beginning of this movie, there's a girl who's hitchhiking out of town and, uh, a lady who's grocery shopping with her kid, uh, picks her up on the side of the freeway and, something happens the the car gets a flat uh so they end up walking and they end up finding a phone booth uh where the woman who picked up the hitchhiker is making a call and while that phone call is being made the hitchhiker girl is watching the kid and while that phone call is being made there is a dog that comes up and brutally kills the kid i mean clearly it's it's like a dog that's got like a, a rag doll version of a kid in its mouth, but a brutal way to start this movie. And I think in some ways it's trying to show, trying to illustrate how trying to make the suburbs feel dangerous. Cause there's a lot of movies that are set in cities and they show like how the crime element in cities and how dangerous it is in cities. And I think this movie is trying to illustrate how dangerous it can be in the suburbs, where it doesn't necessarily matter where you are living. Uh, there is dangers around you at all, at all, at all times. Uh, there is just this illusion of safety that, that is apparent when you're in the suburbs, similarly to like gated communities. Uh, people in gated communities still deal with crime 
uh, may not be at the same level, but I mean, they're living in a cage. <laughs> it's, it is kind of crazy that people live inside gated communities because it does, wouldn't take much for them to get trapped inside of that gated community uh, if, if a few people wanted to. Uh, or if things just kind of went south infrastructure-wise. But uh, this movie starts off with that dog killing uh, the kid, which really has nothing to do with the story itself, although there is the part of this story is these wild dogs, these pack of wild dogs, which in a lot of ways could be a representative of the kids, the unwanted degenerate kids uh, that are basically like a pack of wild feral dogs themselves. Uh, who are unwanted and just end up roam, roaming free. You know, they get they get mingled in with a few wolves. The next thing you know, you have these uh, these animals that used to be domesticated are now feral and and violent. So there is that kind of relationship between these this pack of wild dogs and these kids that are that are living in a flop house. Uh, these kids that are are around their their makeshift family that they meet each other at these punk shows and they become friends and they become families because the families that they come from are broken families, either you know, from drug abuse, uh, just physical abuse, sexual abuse, all of the things that happen to kids uh, will happen to them no matter where you live. Uh, child abuse happens just as much in the suburbs as it does in the big city. Maybe more so because you're not around people to see how you treat, how you poorly treat your kids. Um, but that's what this movie is about. It focuses on these kids who aren't necessarily good. They are damaged. They are degenerates. They are punks. So they're not like abiding by laws. There's scenes where they're going to different houses. They like they drive around these neighborhoods and they look for houses that just left their garage door open. And most houses and suburbs have a refrigerator in their garage or a freezer in their garage so they can stockpile their food. And, you know, they just search for these garages that are open and they go in and they do their grocery shopping. They steal the food and the food and alcohol. I mean, that's one of the things that people put in their refrigerators uh, in the garages is, is extra food and alcohol uh, or drinks, as it were. Uh, so they're not necessarily on the right side of the law, but this movie also shows there's kind of like a battle in some ways in this movie between these kids, these punk kids that have their gang, the TR gang. I forget what TR stands for, but... Uh, they are the TR gang. They have brands on them of TR, you know, when they become part of the family. And then you have, on the other side of the battlefield, you have the vigilante conservatives, right? There's these people that you still see today, these conservatives, uh, who are just gigantic gun nuts uh, and who like to take the law into their own hands because they don't think the cops are doing enough to keep these punk kids out of there from destroying their livelihoods. And now a quick word from our sponsor. Now you can wear The Many Faces, original art by Ray Taylor. Select pieces from the ongoing series of abstract ink paintings. All products made with high quality materials, made right here in the USA. Go to inspireddisorder.com slash tmfmerch to browse the entire collection and save yourself an extra 10% when you check out by using coupon code RTS10. 
TMF. So once again, go to inspireddisorder.com slash TMF merch and save 10% when you use coupon code RTSTMF. And now back to our show. Meanwhile, there's a scene in this movie, a brutal scene, which is kind of like makes it tough to watch this movie, especially if you're an animal lover. The way they shot this scene is brutal, but the scene itself is brutal as well. And it's the scene where these conservative gun nut people decide to go out and kill all of these dogs, right? To drive around this abandoned uh, subdivision of the suburbs where all these wild dogs live and to just go around and kill them while they're driving down the street, which is fucked up on its own. Right. Just the the idea of people just killing dogs because they're out in the street is uh, is is fucked up. But then you see the way it's shot and it's like these shots of these dogs who are clearly on ropes. Right. And if I don't know if you've ever had a dog, I have a dog and there's this thing that happens when you're taking your dog for a walk where they will get excited, they'll see something, and then they'll start running. Especially if you have one of those, like, extendable, like, retractable leashes. They will run, and once they hit the end of that leash, it, it, they end up flipping and, and, and you know, kind of looking. F- they wipe out pretty dramatically, and it's, it's kind of a bummer. And in this movie, the way they portray the dogs being shot is these dogs reach the end of these ropes that they're on, and they end up flipping, and then it's, it looks like they're being shot, which is brutal how they filmed it. Like, I, like I, feel ba- I felt bad for the dogs. Like, I'm really, like, that was part of the, the, this movie that made me not like this movie, despite the fact that I overall like the movie. Overall, I appreciate the, the messages that it's doing, but the way they filmed that particular scene was a bummer. Uh, and the scene itself is a bummer, but like it illustrates how just heartless these people that think they have the moral superiority, these conservative gun nuts who feel like they're they're taking the law into their own hand. They're they're getting their own justice, just how morally bankrupt those people are as well. Uh, and then, of course, you have Flea, who in so many movies is an animal lover and in that scene runs out to go protect those dogs. Because he loves those dogs in this movie, he has a pet rat that he's fucking around with throughout the whole movie. Uh, and is, is a common trait in a lot of Flea's movies. And Flea plays this similar type of character in almost all of his movies. This kind of dejected, unwanted kid, degenerate, punk rocker, rocker, kind of like, you know, kind of crazy. Uh, plays a similar type of character in a lot of his movies. Uh, homeless on you know no no family family doesn't want him which i'm sure on some level is similar to his upbringing in general uh this movie came out around the same time he had started the band red hot chili peppers with anthony kiedis uh so it's you know very early 83 i was you know two years old when this movie came out but yeah, brutal scene with the dogs. Flea goes out to help them. And then there's this kind of this battle that's going on where you have these these conservatives wanting to get rid of these kids, these troublemaking kids, uh, even though there's show, they show examples of like moments where like 
at any time when these these kids, these unwanted kids, part of the TR crew, whenever they are not around their crew, whenever they're on their own, they get they are the target of harassment from other kids in the thing in the in the community. So it's like a way for them to protect themselves from all the other douchebags that are following in the footsteps of their conservative parents. And there's one of the kids has a dad who is a cop and who's a black cop, which is very like, you know, very. It's clear that there is a racism involved in the sub the suburbs in general towards this black cop. Uh, but not necessarily overtly from the kids themselves, more so from the the other conservatives in the in the area who are like anti-cop, who are like, you should be doing your job, which I'm sure a lot of conservatives, you know, the, on on the facade, they like pretend like they're pro-cop. But then any time they are confronted by the police officers, they feel like they have they're morally superior and, and, and capable of talking down to them. In, in so many examples where these kids are more like just anti-authority in general they're not necessarily racist towards this cop they're they're more the fact that he's a cop at all is is something that they they look down on uh but the cop like tries to warn them because he knows that these vigilante fuckheads these vigilante conservative people with their guns uh, are potentially going to come in and and serve their own justice. That they might run into some problems that uh, that are going to involve guns. So he tries to warn them, and the kids are like, what are we going to do? Where are we going to move? They're like living in this flop house, this abandoned house that's part of this subdivision that never took off. And that's the reason why these dogs are there, because all these families that moved and they they had they moved away and they didn't bring their dogs. So they left their dogs there and they just the dogs became a pack. I mean, the wild dogs are so much. There's so much similarities between the wild dogs and these kids in this movie and how how both groups are looked down upon and and looked at as something that needs to be exterminated from society like they are the reason why society is the way it is because they're these wild these unwanted groups of animals that are running the streets and the way this movie ends is like you know it's it's kind of a the conclusion you would expect i'm gonna spoil it I'd recommend watching it if you're into those kinds of movies, those punk rock movies. Uh, I'd recommend watching this one if you haven't watched it. But it's not, like, great. You're not going to be seeing great acting. It's not The story's not, like, super, like, transcendent or anything. But I thought it was good. And the way this movie ends is, like, there's this battle that happens. Because these, these gun-nut conservatives are going to take matters into their own hands... Because the cops aren't kicking these kids out of this flop house. They're just letting them live there. Just like, why do you care? Why do you care? Join Inspired Disorder Plus today. Head on over to inspireddisorder.com slash plus to join. Membership includes members-only discounts and deals. You get access to the Ray Taylor Show completely ad-free, as well as bonus episodes. You get access to the complete live painting archive. 
You also get access to every single podcast ever produced by Inspired Disorder, hosted by Ray Taylor. You get access to Ray Taylor's personal blog, as well as the opportunity to ask me any questions. So if you want to start a podcast, you're into art, ask me anything. And so many more things are being added every day to Inspired Disorder Plus. So sign up today, become a member, head on over to inspireddisorder.com slash plus and become an Inspired Disorder Plus member today. So they're going to go and they're going to go get rid of them. They're going to bring their guns and they're going to do what they got to do. Meanwhile, these kids are prepared. And there's a big fight that goes on. Big fight that goes on. Uh, you know, the, the punk kids are winning the fight. And then one of the conservatives gets in their car and they go to run, drive their car through the group of kids. Right? Because that's what it's, it's so crazy how using a car to commit violence is such a conservative thing to do. So much so that in conservative states, it's legal for people to drive through protesters. A group of protesters, it's legal to kill people with your car if they're protesting, if they're in the streets. With the First Amendment, you know, using their voice for the First Amendment to protest something that's that's their right to do in some states and red states in some of them they've made it legal to just drive through a crowd of people and that's what this guy does but the crowd kind of parts as he's driving at them and the one that gets the one that gets hit is what is the, the, the group of people that, f- that lose ultimately in all of this bullshit are the children, the young children. And there's this kid on a, a Hot Wheels bike that's at the back of the crowd, but as the crowd parts, the car just runs right into him. Brutal. Kid smashed on the windshield, blood coming out of him. And that's what it is. It's like the, the byproduct, the, the innocent bystanders that, that become worm food in this battle between these conservative gun nuts and then these kids that are unwanted kids because there's no social infrastructure to take care of people who are dealing with things that don't have a family that takes care of them or loves them, a a, a system of support in any way. They're trying to support themselves in any way they can. And it just, this kid gets killed. And it's like, and that's how the movie ends. And it's like, the messaging of the movie, I felt was powerful. Not as well executed as some movies that have similar messaging. But... The style of it, the kind of DIY feel, the the you know the bad acting and all that kind of stuff, all that kind of stuff adds to the punk rock grittiness of like, I don't care about doing a polished studio thing. I want to tell this story in any way I can because it's the story that I want to tell. And I appreciate that of the movie. Despite the fact that, like, I mean, these kids 
aren't necessarily good kids. But there's no reason for them to be good kids. When society doesn't give a fuck about you and assumes you're a criminal for existing, assumes your lifestyle to be uh, illegal on, on levels that are ridiculous in a way for them to control you, then, yeah, you're not going to be acting in a way where you're, like, on board with society. You're going to cause trouble because fuck society. Society says fuck you. I say fuck you back, society. And that's a big part of what punk is, you know? Is, is fighting against a system that actively shits on you on a daily basis. So I appreciate the movie. I appreciate the, you know, the it, it uh, reminded me of my 20s in a lot of ways. I had a lot, my friend group in a lot of ways was a lot of people that are, I mean, garbage people. But there's, they're garbage because of their circumstance in a lot of situations. Uh, so anyway... I would recommend it. At one point, I'm going to go through all of Penelope Spheris' movies and rank them uh, because I did enjoy this. I also watched Dude, which is another kind of a similar type of a movie. In some ways, Flea is in that one as well, about these punk rockers who want to travel uh, across country to California to get out of their shitty town. Um, but, uh, yeah, eventually I'll do that. Uh, but I enjoyed this. Despite the bad acting, I enjoyed and I appreciated the grungy, real, raw feel of everything. And uh, I liked it overall, despite... And that the dog scene was a, a bummer. <laughs> like, the way they filmed it made me feel really bad for the dogs. Even though I, I would imagine most of those dogs... Because I've seen dogs, my dog's done it, where they just get excited and they bolt. And they're on a leash. And eventually they're going to run out of leash... And it's going to yank them, and they're going to go flying in the air. Um, but, yeah, check it out if you haven't. Suburbia. I think it was on Tubi. I think I watched it. New episodes of The Ray Taylor Show come out every single day. Subscribe on YouTube and everywhere our podcasts are found. Binge the full week over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. Buy Ray Taylor Show merch over at InspiredDisorder.com. And follow the show on Instagram at Ray Taylor Show. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Peace. Ouch! Today is the day where you wake up and you realize that everything that you've been dreaming about, everything that you've been wanting, every goal and wish and hope that you've ever had can become real. Dreams can come true. What you manifest in your mind, you can bring to reality.